lies in your corpse. His mother murdered him. Good raw material for a performance? Ah, yeah, yeah. Dracula. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Have you checked the children? children? We all go a little mad sometimes. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of From Dust Till Dawn. My name is Don, and this is a horror movie review podcast where we like to watch some horror movies and review them, baby. Uh, the way that we choose our horror movies is that we go to a horror movie generator and we hit generate, and then the movie pops up, and then we talk about it, baby. This week's uh, generator gave us 2022's Crimes of the Future, written directed by our boy from where I live, which is Toronto, David Cronenberg. Now, this movie got a 5.9 on IMDb and an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, a uh, pretty big gap that we're looking at here. Not a big issue. Um, I agree with uh, parts of the IMDb score with the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure they looked into it a little bit deeper than I did, but yeah, uh, 80%, a little bit high for this uh, this movie. And the plot reads, humans adapt to a synthetic environment with new transformations and mutations. With his partner Caprice, Saul Tenser, celebrity performance artist, publicly showcases the metamorphosis of his organs. Now, I love David Cronenberg. Uh, I love his movies. I enjoy Scanners, The Dead Zone, uh, The Fly, uh, Naked Lunch, Crash, uh, History of Violence, Eastern Promises, um... I even like uh, Cosmopolis, so um, I do like this. I Now, with David Cronenberg, I find that a lot of his stuff, because, um, well, w- especially when he writes a, a film, I think that sometimes um, that his style of writing, it, it's so exact and it's so precise that uh, be- because I feel like he's trying to explain the world that you are immersed in and i and 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 i respect that i do i i really do respect that because he's got such great concepts um but for example the brood the brood i feel like he got such a good concept for a film and then he just explained it into the ground and that's kind of where crimes of the future lies with me now in this film we have um some great acting from uh uh vigo mortensen um lay sedux seru kristen stewart and scott speedman there was uh what was his name his name was detective cope um played by Wellcat bungu uh and he sucked so bad at acting i don't know what his deal was, but thank God I had subtitles on because, um, I didn't know that he was asking a question, uh, but the subtitles had a question mark. So thanks for, uh, whoever invented the subtitles. Um, but this, yeah, uh, in this film, when things were good, they were great. They had substance. They, you knew what they were talking about, even though it was a confusing topic and in a confusing world. But then when they were bad, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. So that's kind of where I was left with this. So this is going to be a pretty short episode. 
because the the concept was great. The concept were was amazing. They live in a world where there's no pain and the only pain that they feel is in their sleep is kind of where I like what I got from this. These people kind of like the new art is like scarification almost, but like deep cuts. God, I don't even know how to explain this movie. It was it was really, really confusing. Uh, it starts off with a woman killing her son because he's eating plastic, because that's just what his body does. Um, and that kind of goes nowhere, but it doesn't. It goes into Scott Speedman's character, Langdotrice, uh, to want uh, Viggo Mortensen's character, Saul Tenser, to uh do an autopsy on the dead son and it turns out that the kid's organs were tattooed by Kristen Stewart's character Time Timeline. And 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 there's there was no point to it. I, I honestly had had no idea what was going on. But we'll but we'll go back a little bit. That's like literally the end of the movie. So Spoiler. So Viggo Mortensen's character is like an artist um, of some of some caliber uh, who does like surgeries um, with uh, Caprice and they remove organs from his body because his body can generate new organs and he's got like a mutation and he can almost choose which organ he would like to have uh rebuilt in a way and then they go to like a warehouse with a bunch of hipster hippies and they watch caprice remove organs from his body and they all get really horny over it it's a very sexual movie so that's so that's the performance of it and it's very sexual it's extremely sexual there i don't even know i don't even know how to explain this it's David Cronenberg, you know, it's the characters, the, the acting was good. The characters were bleak. Viggo Mortensen, obviously, you know, whatever he's trying to do, he does in a way he's kind of playing the Andy Warhol of uh, surgery and people love him. Kristen Stewart really loves him in this. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty much just the whole movie is building him up uh, and then everyone's kind of you know, in awe of him. And then Scott Speedman's character Lang meets him and says, I want you to cut my kid open and see how he died. And I want you to see what's inside of him. He says that maybe like 25, 30 minutes into the movie. And then it doesn't happen till the end. And it's like, they're trying to like build it up some way, but it sucks. And then they're also building up this thing called the inner beauty pageant, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, and it's not what you think it is. It's not like your inner beauty. It's literally like what your organs look like and they build that up and then it goes nowhere. There's so many little factors in this movie that are added into it and then nothing is done with them. So I was, it was just confusing because you were kind of, you know, like he, there was no villain until there was, and that was about an hour and 23 minutes into the film where the where um uh router and uh burst uh these two reporters i believe that they are in this just start killing people 
um, to hide like a conspiracy that's going on, but it's like, wasn't even a conspiracy like this. The world wasn't built very well around like in this film. I had, it was hard to tell if it was like post-apocalyptic or if it was just like kind of, you know, strange new, uh, everyone was used to it being weird and like, broken down but it was fuck it was very odd very very odd one example that it something was brought up and then it was never brought up again is like Kristen stewart wanted vigo mortensen's character to cut her open because she was getting all horny about him being great at surgery and then it never happened like she was trying to impress him by wanting that. And then she ended up like sabotaging the autopsy that like seemed like everyone was building it up um, to be like this amazing thing. And then it just wasn't the first surgery that they did in the, this autopsy module was like great. And like, like I said, the great things were great. Like I was like, okay, I understand that in this world, People gather around like an art show and they watch this guy's organs get taken out of him. He doesn't feel pain. He's fully awake and he's also like rubbing his nipples during the whole thing. But then it never really gets back there. There is one guy who is uh, who dances around with a bunch of it's really cool prosthetics. But like there's like 50 ears all over his body. And that was kind of weird and funky. Very David Cronenberg world ask but i don't know man this you know when i when i watch the like when i watch the brood i'm confused you know and if the villain wasn't so good in scanners i would be confused during that david cronenberg has sometimes he really stretches things out i feel um when it's his own writing you know like the dead zone. Fantastic. Didn't write that. He maybe wrote the screenplay, but he didn't write the concept of it. The fly. Fantastic movie. Love that movie. One of my favorite movies. I live right down the road from where it was filmed. I love going there and crawling on the walls like a fly. Unbelievable. Jeff Goldblum. Kiss me on my mouth. But like dead ringers. I, I just, it's a, it's, it's, you're asking a lot for me to hang on to this, you know, like you're asking me a lot like Videodrome. Okay. I good con great concept. They all have good concepts. This had a great concept. You're in a world where no one feels pain. Viggo Mortensen's character doesn't feel pain. Uh, and the way that he repairs himself is in this little bed that he has. That's all David Cronenberg-y. And, um, it's got like veins and little, you know, things holding on to Viggo Mortensen, pretty much re repairing him quickly and letting his like will repair him. And then he's got a chair, like a high chair that like makes him, helps him eat and swallow and such. And that was really weird. And I didn't understand because Viggo Mortensen had an easy time walking around, but he like like I said, I had subtitles on, so like he was gagging and like groaning a lot, which was great acting. He he, I was, 
I was compelled. But once you once you lost me in this, I it was hard to pick it back up. And I wanted to like this film after the first surgery scene. I was I was plugged in, and then it just it didn't go anywhere. There was one uh, there was one thing where Viggo Mortensen like. There's no in in this movie. Viggo Mortensen says, "I'm really bad at the old sex," which is P and the V, and the new sex is because you can't feel pain. Is pretty much lying in a bed while robots cut your body up when you're with someone else, and then repairing yourself. So it's like, what, what's what's it called? What, what's that fetish when you like to get all cut up and hurt and stuff? I don't know what it is. Um, someone let me know, but that's kind of what this has turned into. So yeah, uh, moving on here. Um, like I said, they keep talking about the Brecken show, which is Brecken is the small child that's going to get, um, a public autopsy. It is Scott Speedman's, um, kid in the movie, not his actual kid. Uh, but like I said, the mom killed the kid. Scott Speedman's character Lang took the kid, put it in a freezer for however long, and he's like, I want these people to cut it up for me. So you see a kid get uh, an autopsy, which is, you know, kind of maybe over the over the line a little bit. I don't really need to see that. Um, it could have been, you know, Scott Speedman's wife. It could have been Scott Speedman. I don't know. But if you watch this movie, if you watched this movie, you know that that was kind of a weird scene, very David Cronenberg of him to add something like that in, but um, didn't make me uncomfortable. I was just like, why? Why are we to get nothing out of it? To literally get nothing out of it. Um, so honestly, I I don't have a lot more to say about this film. It was super confusing it was left field, um, just so left field and, and, and great. Like, but let's not bore the fuck out of people, you know, especially when you're in this world, you're in this like weird world. And then you're bringing in fucking characters like detective cope and he's nothing. It's just a weird way to narrate Viggo Mortensen's feelings of what just happened when he could have just done it to his confidant Caprice, or he could have said it to, uh, Kristen Stewart's character, uh, Timlin. Like I just, I, I didn't understand the reasoning behind a lot of the scenes. So I'm going to say it. And I've said it before too fucking long to be an hour and 47 minutes. David Cronenberg. Love you, babe. But Jesus, dude, like, I don't know. Keep making movies, David Cronenberg. Keep, keep making them, dude. But let's, uh, let's go back to like Eastern Promises. Let's go back. This is also uh, David Cronenberg and Viggo Mortensen have done, how many have, they've done Eastern Promises. They've done this one, Crimes of the Century, or that's a Super Tramp album. Crimes of the Future, History of Violence, and yeah, I think that's it. 
and uh, Dangerous Minds. Or is it Dangerous Minds? A Dangerous Method. Right. Fun fact, though, Crimes of the Future uh, is another David Cronenberg movie, and it's one of his first movies that he ever did back, 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 back in the day. So, um, yeah, pretty sweet. There's there's not even any good trivia on this. The shots were okay. Everything seemed pretty seamless. The characters were very lived in. Um, this is on Crave. Go watch it. Go give it a go give it a little hey, how are ya? Um but this is not my cup of tea whatsoever. Uh I'm not mad that I watched it. Um but like could we have gone could we have gotten rid of some characters for for to kind of shed out the you know, random nothingness that they brought. It just seemed like he, he kind of, he was like, I, I need at least like four big actors to get people to come see this. But I think Viggo Mortensen's almost like the perfect guy to have people want to go see a David Cronenberg movie. I mean, history of, Vi- history of violence, uh, Eastern promises and a dangerous method. Like people trust you could have been good. I just missed, missed the whole, you missed the whole damn point, baby. Maybe it would have, maybe it would be a good play, David Cronenberg. I know David Cronenberg listens to this podcast because he, because he works with practical effects. So why not? Why not get out there and, and turn this into a play, turn this into not a musical, but make a play out of it. Think about that. Think about all the crazy things that you can do on stage with this. Cause it, it is about art. But it just, the ending sucked too. It was so bad. It, it just so abrupt. But I was kind of just wondering when it was going to end. Because the concepts, the concept of this film is great. It's about human evolution. It's about stopping what people don't want. And it's pretty much, you know, they make a little like comment on like how people, you know, we'll learn how to just eat plastic because that's pretty much all that's in our food. So there's a couple good like drop points, but I honestly feel like he was like, I want a world where people don't feel pain uh, ever. I want a world where people find cutting each other sexual and artistic. And I also want a comment on how we're eating plastic and eventually our stomachs will turn into just kind of uh plastic uh you know digestive tracks like we'll be able to digest plastic and then he just built a movie around that and it just you know great concepts but it just didn't make a whole lot of sense and obviously it's not supposed to make sense but just the the build up to something and then the drop off was pretty aggravating so on this podcast we like to uh rate our films with don's dollars one dollar being the least amount of money that we'd spend and 10 being the most that we'd spend on a movie in theaters and i'm gonna give this uh because of the concept and the acting i'm gonna give this a dollar fifty david cronenberg i love you man but you know you miss too you know you you can miss. So 
we missed on this one, but we'll get them in the next the next quarter. I hope you the best. Thanks for making movies. Thanks for being from Toronto. Thank you for uh, representing Toronto and most of your films. I've seen that you've kind of stepped away from filming in Toronto. Uh, you filmed all this in Greece, even though it was in a warehouse. You could have filmed it in Toronto, but that's fine. You do what you want to do, my boy. And um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Please go and follow From Dust Till Dawn podcast on Instagram. And hey, if your plastic eating kid needs to be murdered, just give him an apple. An apple a day will keep the coroner away. That almost made as much sense as this movie. Love ya. <laughs>